the work wives. What? <laughs> I mean, listen, you do you. I digress. Huge. Is this what we're going to do? No, for the entire episode, we're going to yell at my Alexa for no, being perky. Okay, at least I'm one ready. of us is perky. All that and more on The, the Work Wives. Guess who we have, Alyssa? Who? A guest. What? Yeah, founder. I found a guest. Our first guest. Our first guest. Guys, get hyped. Get, don't stop, giddy, giddy. Get, don't stop, giddy, giddy. Get, don't stop. That's another joke. Pleased to welcome you to The Work Wives. Hi. All right, Lissa, introduce this gal. This gal is a friend. She's a pal. She is a mom, boss, woman extraordinaire. Her name is Jess Littman, and she is founder extraordinaire and overall organizing expert at The Organized Mama. (laughs) Hi. I'm so excited to be here. We are so glad you're here. So, okay, tell everybody who's not familiar with what you do, exactly what you do, who you service, who are your like normal like clients. Tell us a little bit about The Organized Mama. We already know because we both use you, but tell people about who you are. We are an in-home organizing service based in Chicago, and we also run a blog, and we share organizing tips, tricks, and tutorials for families to get organized, and we also help... People within the Chicago area get organized by coming into your house and completely revamping your entire space to make it look pretty and functional. Which is amazing. Alyssa, what have you had Jess do for you? Because I know what she's done for me. What has she done in your home that has changed your life? Because for me, she first did my kids' toys when I was in the old house when we had all the kids' toys in the living room, and that was just, like, amazing. And then we just recently did my mud room, which is, like... It looks great. It's so cute. It's so cute. Now, you guys were working on what together? So we're getting ready to... Well, Jess is helping me with my office transformation, um, but it's in the process, the budgetary process. Which is kind of cool because, so what Alyssa's doing is Alyssa is flip-flopping her spaces. Alyssa is taking the part of her front room, right, which used to be like your office, and you're actually going to transition that to the back, which is now the dining room. Right, we're flip-flopping the spaces and getting rid of a lot of dead space and making every space purposeful. So Jess, when people do something drastic like that, what are like, to me, like that sounds like a major, massive project. For someone who's redoing a home office, what are some like key things that you know that you need to do to make their space functional? Well, we really like look at the space and figure out what stuff you actually need there and how you work. So like with Alyssa, we were talking about how she wants like project boards and she wants things like out so she can see it and not everything's like hidden away where other clients that I've had like to keep all the paper clutter away or they don't like all the visuals out there. So it really like depends on what the client likes to do. Right. And it was actually Jess's idea to flip flop our rooms. Um, I did come up with that. You did come up with that. Also, Jess is making me get a bar cart. I am making her get a bar cart. We're getting rid of some big, heavy pieces of furniture, and I needed something to sort of replace um, 
the buffet that I have mm-hmm. where I light my Shabbos candles and it's not really a bar cart. It's going to be a Shabbos cart. It's going to be a Shabbos cart. You're right. Cause there's really not going to be liquor on it. Right. Cause that would be silly. That's true. To just leave out <laughs> liquor for my two year old right. to drink it. You know, Although yes. everybody might be happier if he drinks some alcohol. <laughs> Ozzy, that man dipping into that man, that, that boy, <laughs> that two-year-old man, that, that boy, baby man, that boy won't even eat ice cream. So I don't think he's going for the bourbon. Although we could pop a little bourbon on that ice cream, and then maybe it'll make the ice cream more appealing. Who doesn't like ice cream? My son. There goes that man again running outside that you thought was a woman. <laughs> that is a woman. <laughs> That's definitely not a woman. Are you sure? Yeah. His name is Todd. Oh, you know him? No. (laughs) (laughs) This is like Robert questioning us on whether Mississippi is a state. All that and more. Have you been there? The work lives. Um, Okay, so Jess, before you launched the Organized Mama, were you working for another company? Yes, I was actually a teacher. And, well, I was a special ed teacher. Then I was a director of special education. And I am not an administrator at all. So I decided to stay home because I was pregnant with my son. And after a couple months, I realized I needed something to do. So I started writing the blog and friends noticed that like, oh, I can organize. I thought most people were organized. Apparently they're not. And nobody's organized. (laughs) Nobody's organized. People just just hide it really well. You're it. Yep. Um, so I started organizing friends' houses and then, um, other people would notice on social media and that's just how the in-home piece grew. And then, okay. So when you started going into people's homes, here's something that I want to know. What's the most horrifying thing you've ever seen? Um, well, when I, so like when you go into a garage and there's like an odor and you don't really know what it is. And then you find behind like boxes and stuff that there's like a dead mouse. <laughs> it's gross. Ooh. I actually have goosebumps. Do That's, you really? Yeah. I, I love a good dead mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says spring cleaning like a little dead mouse. Um, okay. So when you first decided to start the blog, you were a stay-at-home mom. You already had your hands full. When the blog morphed into a business, do you remember having that feeling of what am I about to do? Or were you like pretty confident? And like what, tell, talk us through that like moment of, okay, I'm going to take this beyond the step of a blog. Like did you full on jump off the deep end or did you slowly kind of get your feet wet in working with clients directly? Um, I went slow. I was fortunate enough that like I could grow the blog slow, that I could go into people's houses around, you know, my sitter schedule. We don't really have a lot of family that babysits the kids. So when they were that young, it was just about like when my husband could work from home or my son was in like preschool and that was kind of how I started, but I could write at any time. So I was writing for the blog at night and going into clients' homes, you know, the two days a week that he was in preschool. And as he started to go to preschool more, and then my daughter started to go to preschool, it just kind of grew. So my time in home grew as my kids grew. So it was like an organic 
growth, which I think like Alyssa, like you and I have kind of similar experiences where we both like started doing something and then with seeing like a little bit of success, a little bit of success, more success, more success, we decided to like jump deeper. Does that sound right? Yeah. Because like what she's saying is resonating with me there. Okay. So now you've got this full-fledged business. You are the organized mama. You've got a team of how many people? Um, right now we have three in-home organizers and then there are some blog people that help on the blog side. Oh, I thought you said log people. Blog. blog. Yes. B-L-O-G. Not log. Correct. Do you think at some point you might ever hire log people? Um, I think that'd be interesting. I don't exactly know what they would do. Um, they you would work on the it, they would no, work on the log cabin. You could for sure turn this into a oh. full construction company. Yeah. Oh yes. Like you I, burn I, you burn everything in their uh-huh. house and then okay. you rebuild for them. Oh, see, I was thinking we like could, lumberjacks we could, like that too. We could redo instead of like burning man, it could be like burning woman, and it could be Jess. Boom. Well, that's all the time we have for today, guys. <laughs> we'll now, be uh, taking a large commission <laughs> percentage, percentage. Burning woman, Jess Lippman. Um, Jess, I know you hate this word, but what's the most difficult part of being a, say it with me, Liz, mompreneur? Oh, my God, she's cringing. I hate that word so much. Okay, why do you hate that word? I hate the word so much because you don't hear like dadpreneur or like manpreneur. You're just an entrepreneur. And you're putting like mom first, which like just we are already like, you know, we're moms and we're entrepreneurs and we already kind of have a difficult climb. So I feel like putting the word mom there, we aren't always taken as seriously if we just said we were an entrepreneur. I hear you. I actually hear that. So tell us, what's the most difficult thing about being an entrepreneur? And a mother. And a mother. Because there, yes, I just think the balance. Um, the balance of, you know, being a mom and... Don't you hate that word, though? I hate the word balance because I feel like it puts pressure on us that we... Enough, Alexa. I feel like it's... Like, I don't know about you. Lisa. I hate feeling like there has to be a balance because I feel like the balance is there is no balance. That's what yes. my article was just about for I'm writing a column for a Jewish woman's magazine for this coming year and my article was that there really is no such thing as balance because if things are balanced then you're not really putting your full focus and your full everything into anything um so I don't even use that word balance because that's a good point ain't no thing I like that I always thought of balance kind of... Okay, so you know the movie um, National Treasure? Yeah. No. I do. Oh, wait. Is that the one with... Um, with that guy. Nicholas Cage, Cage yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. finding the, the treasure. national treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he's like... <laughs> they're like on that thing that like goes back and forth and like rocks and like they have to like so go I don't to know it. You're good at describing know. things. <laughs> I don't know it that well. I'm just picturing like a seesaw right now. Yes. It's like a seesaw. Oh, at the, at the end yes. of the movie. Yeah. Yes. And... They like try. They like have to like jump to like the sides so that they don't lose the Declaration of Independence. But they're it's like teeter tottering. Just the other day, Alyssa and I were trying not to lose the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, they gave it to us. Yeah, I don't know why. They it was like a sponsor. They wanted post. us to read it on the podcast. Yeah, and we were like, ah, we have. I better don't know things. if this aligns with our brand. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, okay. So yeah, so go on. 
Okay, so like they're teeter-tottering back and forth. And to me, that's kind of like how like I view balance. So like one side could be a little heavier, but you're still on it. So like your work could be a little more heavy at times where like your personal life, does this make sense? Or am I just like crazy person? No, it makes sense. It makes sense. So that's how I view balance, that it's not going to be like 100% level at all times. For sure. It's going to like teeter-totter back and forth and sometimes work is more heavy. So you have to let go of some of the things around the house. Like if all you can do in the house that week is get groceries, then just get groceries and forget the laundry. But what about organizing your toys? (laughs) Should we let that go? Organize mama? Well, one, you shouldn't have that many toys that it should be difficult to maintain. Oh, uh, let me ask you this. I haven't bathed my kids in a week. Yeah. Is that something that you think is okay to let go? So are they like scratchy skin and do they smell? Yes. Okay, then I'd bathe them. Okay, note taken. Um, but <laughs> I think to what Alyssa was, Alyssa, when Jess organized the toys for me like a year ago, one of the things that actually helped me so much was really like cutting down on the toys. And you do this, Alyssa. Your toys are pretty Hello, I got rid of 11 bags of toys. First of all, guys, side note, there's nothing that makes me happier. No, going to Home Goods. Besides going to Home Goods and spending time with my work wife, nothing else makes me happier than throwing away my kids' toys. Oh my gosh. When I'm mad. Such a joy. When I am mad, I like go through and I just throw stuff away it is fun it's okay not only there's I just want I like I like just like saying goodbye to it like get out of the house and knowing that it's not coming back you know what speaking of saying goodbye to it do you uh thank things like Marie Kondo let's talk about her for a second no I don't I think she has a great purpose and place for certain people but I don't I personally don't find her effective at all for families why? We're going to go ahead and have to cancel Marie on our next week's episode. <laughs> Alyssa, can we go ahead and tell the girls in the control room yeah. that we need to cancel? Guys, cancel Marie. Thanks. We don't need her. No, we don't need her. We've got Lipman. It's fine. Just call her people. I think her methods are great when it's like just you. But once you have a family and other people to consider, I don't think all of her methodology works in that way. And I know there are people who are like trained by her that will argue differently. But from my clientele, the Marie Kondo method doesn't work for families because you're usually going to have one person who has sentimental attachment to items and is going to have a hard time with it. And then you're going to cause tension because you want to declutter, but they have an emotional attachment and it's a big strain. And so... That's why I'm not the biggest fan of it for families. So what do you do when someone has that emotional attachment, but like you need to get rid of stuff? Therapy. Well, yes, therapy is a great option, but especially if they're like little kids to really like, we've taken a lot of pictures and made a lot of books so that the kids can like see the item, but that they don't have to have it physically in their hand. That is so smart. I've never heard of that. Oh my gosh. It's my favorite thing to do. You take like, have them help take the picture and then you make like a little book of all the pictures. Wait, like break it down. Okay, so like let's say let's say that Alyssa and I are going to go through something together with our kids. Where I'm going through all of Ozzy's cars and trucks. Okay, so let's say that Alyssa needs Ozzy to say bye-bye to like – 48 million trucks. So what you would say is like we're going to do- we're going to take pictures of them and then Ozzy can make a book 
But if like she's not going to throw away his favorites though. So like your favorites that you're parting with. Okay. Like he might have. The best of the garbage. The yeah. best. The best of the worst. The best of the trash. Yeah. The best. The best of the trash. <laughs> yes. So pick high class trash. The high class trash. <laughs> pick that. And then take a picture of all of those things or like some of his favorite memories of like artwork that he might have. Stuffed animals that he can part, like he's okay parting with if he has this picture. And then keep that book in his room, out, like living room. That's such a good idea. So cute. It is very cute. And then it's something tangible that they can actually like look at more frequently than a pile of stuffed animals. So you you can even do it like, you know how like kids do so much art and bring home so much art garbage throughout the year. You could even do like a whole year like. Well, um, they have. Well, they do. Yeah. They have services now that do that for you. But why spend the money when you could just take the picture yourself? Right. So we could do like a whole book. It could be a combo of like favorite toys of the year and artwork of the year. And it could be like, you know, Ozzy's blah, blah, Ozzy's third year of life that's cute then it's like it's like a memory exactly it's like a memory book that he could like flip through and such a good idea who needs Marie Kondo we've got sayonara 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 shalom Jess Lippman oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah I just did it say oh yeah I think I just said, oh, yeah. I meant, oh, yeah. But speaking of, oh, yeah, it's time for Gangster Moms. We have a special little ditty for you today since we have with us in our very presence an organized mama. So without further ado, here's a song that Alyssa wrote like... I don't, Alyssa, like a few I years wrote it ago. as soon as we decided we were having Jess on the show. So like. You, and you have a quick turnaround. Yeah, really quick turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. You may we have, decided yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's a song that Alyssa wrote um, in honor of our guest today. Here you go, baby. Okay, here we go. I said, I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry. But tonight, I'm cleaning out my closet. Ha! I got some skeletons in my closet, and I don't know if no one knows it. So before they throw me inside my coffin and close it, I'ma expose it. I'll take you back to 73. Before I ever was a multi-platinum seller CD. I was a baby. Maybe I was just a couple months. My father must have had his panties up in a bunch. Because he split. I wonder if he even kissed me goodbye. No, I don't owe him a second thought. I just wished he would die. I look at Miri, and I couldn't picture leaving her side. Even if I hated Alyssa, I'd just grit my teeth and I'd try. To make it work with her, at least for... Miri. ...sake, I maybe made some mistakes. But I'm only human, but I'm man enough to face them today. And you know what else we're going to face today? We're going to face our organization. We're going to face our closets. We're going to face your closets. Well, we're not going to, but Jess Lippman is going to face your closets. And we're going to face Jess Lippman. You know what? Before we, love her. we wrap this up, Jess, where can people find you? Oh, on Instagram at Organized Mamas and on well, yeah, on everything, Organized Mamas, and my website, www.theorganizedmama.com. Amazing. Fabulous. And can you, 
Can you help people who aren't in Chicago? Yes, I offer virtual organizing. And the blog has tons of organizing tips, tricks, and tutorials. And guys, we're going to put a link to all of Jess's pages um, in the notes of this podcast. So you can see how to reach her, follow her blog, get some tips and tricks. She will change your life. And if she won't change your life, she'll change your closet. Okay, so we have got to go clean out our Our closets. closets. Big time. So guys, thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. Thank you, Jess, for being here today. You were great. And, you know, we love you. Thanks so much for having me. Love you guys too. Okay, so if you um, haven't already, please, please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review we so so appreciate it we do and you know what if you didn't like this podcast then keep those silly thoughts to yourself we have enough problems really bye guys bye Bye. i did that just because you hate it oh my god can we please vote does everyone else hate when i say bye And demonstrated against picket signs for my wicked rhymes. Look at the times, sick is the mind of the mother. Okay, this behind.